Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the sexiest show on earth, the Coffin Joe Cast, featuring your hosts, Killer Wilbur and Joel. Sit back, relax, and don't touch the co-host. Thank G'day, and welcome to the Coffin Joe cast. I am Keller Wilbar. And I'm Joel. And our returning third co-host for the second time from across the ditch is Nikki from New Zealand. G'day, Nikki. G'day. G'day, mate. Back to the ditch again already. And I, ditch. I, I didn't say dodge, but say, I said it in the proper way. I almost said, what's the ditch? And then I remembered, because yeah. I'm learning. <laughs> That's what happens. Speaking of which, I in on in your honor today, and I mentioned this before the show. I was watching both of the Hobbit movies with my daughter, and uh, yeah, I, I kept thinking about uh, Nikki's on tonight. So I don't know if any of those were you know places you've been to, but um, not the Hobbit, no. But Lord of the Rings, they filmed right across the road from where I live, um, the Gardens of Isengard, where they're pulling the trees out. If you remember that part at all, that was one of your trees. Uh, no, they actually, that was a, uh, well, not a false tree, but they planted that tree just to keep ripping it out. And how many takes did they take? Did they keep replanting it uh, to rip it out and put it back? I was, I went there middle of the night. It was pouring with rain. I must have stayed there for a couple of hours and they were still going when I gave up and left. Jeez. So a lot of takes. Yep. That's crazy. But yeah, the Lord of the Rings, there's heaps of places around where I live that they filmed. Um, not so much The Hobbit. I think The Hobbit was a lot more set than anything else. Because um, it's not like, well, I mean, they do the long walking, but it's not quite the same right. amount of scenery as it was in the first in the first three. Oh. I just want to go where the, the cave trolls live, like underground. I want to see that. I don't think that's a real place, though. No, I don't think so. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you're going to tell me is it's CGI. Hey, wait, New Zealand's not all CGI, is it? It's a real place, right? Yeah, some of it's real. <laughs> some of it. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So we can't ask her the usual question because no, she's back. She's back, so we're, we're going to do we're, like a real show. We're throwing for a loop. How do we start the show? What do we talk about? I've got an idea. I'm going to. I'm raising my hand. All right. Yes. I, I think... We have voicemails, don't we? We do. Ooh. Well, speaking of the Lord of the Rings, and this voicemail, this one comes from Luke, and I think it's got something to do with Nikki and um, New Zealand and um, Lord of the Rings. Well, let's have a listen. Awesome. Hello, Coffin Joe Cat, home of Killer Wilbur and Joel. This is Luke from Chicago, and since I was very rudely called out, I suppose I have to call in. You come into my iPod, and you call me out, and, and, and so forth. Um, it's really terrible. I'm, I'm sorry. I denounce myself. Um, anyway, just call in. I've been listening since the beginning, enjoying the show. Uh, I think, you know, I saw on Facebook that you guys are going to have um, Nikki on again, which is cool. Um, this is probably too late for that, but it's, it's funny because I've actually done one of those Lord of the Rings tours um, and but did the whole um, Isengard thing, and so apparently, I, who knows, I, maybe I walked by Nikki's house. Uh, 
Nikki, if you want to know where they hide the wizard staff, you can let me know, and I can tell you. And, and yeah, you guys can interpret that however you want, because there's really no better way to say it. Anyway, um, enjoying the show. Uh, keep it up. And, uh, yeah, kill a little bit. Bye. Thanks, Luke. Wow, what a coincidence. He's been to Isengard Gardens, which is right across the road from my house. So, <laughs> do, do they have a buffet there? Sounds like a, like no. a, like a buffet. If no. you want to eat trees and flowers. Well, not that, like, into vegetarianism. So, no. wait, it, he did actually go by your house then? Technically? Apparently, if he went to Isengard Gardens, that's in Harcourt Park, which is right across the road from my house. So, yeah. I lived across the road from Harcourt Park for, like, the last... I don't know how old I am, but 20 years almost. You don't so, know how yeah. old you are? No, I never know how old I am. They stop counting. That's what's uh, supposed to happen when you're a female when you hit 30, right? You just forget how old you are. I suppose. That was a few years ago, so well, I forget. If, if you live by my great aunt's rules when she was alive. It was, you know, she's 29 summers and God knows how many winters. So, yeah, I guess it's kind <laughs> of the same thing. Uh, but now it's like six degrees of, of Nikki because if Luke was in New Zealand and was right across from your house and you were somewhere nearby and then Luke was in Naperville and I was in Naperville and I met Luke and hung out with him for several long periods of time, then I kind of have met you, Nikki, inadvertently, like face to face. Not really, but kind of. Kind of. Which just across the ditch was Kilowilba. So technically... We're not even close to that part, but I'm, I'm just trying to stretch it out a little bit. <laughs> trying to make long, long connections there, Joel. <laughs> right. So what did you think of his impression? <laughs> what impression? You come to my... That, that bit. Come to my iPod. Yeah, that was good. Glad my little saying's catching on. <laughs> See if we can get other people getting aboard and saying, come to my... Add whatever line they want, but come to my... Stop. Come to my whatever. A bit like when I went to say shop, but I said stop. (laughs) I was thinking a quick quick stop when I said shop. (laughs) Sorry. But a bit. I said shrop. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it was a shrop and a stop mixed together. But Hmm. a bit like with on Undercover Unitards, how people started trying to do an impersonation of me, which was called the reverse Wilbur. Yes. How, How about we get some of our listeners trying to do, well, a bit of a reverse Wilbur, but do the. You come to my, and then you add whatever line you like afterwards and phone it in. And what number could they phone that into, Joel? They can give us a call at 661-434-5956. That's 661-434-KWJO, as in Kilowoba and Joel. And as you can tell, Luke found out that it is a real number, and you can actually call it. Yes. So while we're on the voicemails, we have our most predominant voicemail caller, Coming up now, Nen. This is me staying sexy. Uh, okay, that's a little now. Hey guys, just listening to uh, episode 26 with the uh, Sea Monkey. And I've heard worse shows with worse audio problems. Um, at, least you're not, at least you're not stereo. I listen through my left ear anyway. Uh, regardless. Calling to the sea monkey. I'm uh, kind of gets into uh, my podcasting experience. The very first podcast I listened to, um, 
was Awful Snack 89A. I remember that because that was one where Sea uh, Monkey and J Rob stepped in for uh, the mic one week. And, uh, yeah, even though you guys were, and I was, yeah, good time. What? Thanks, man. Um, don't know what he was on or what was going on there. A very tame Nen, too, by the way. No yelling, no screaming. I, I don't totally understand what he was going on about, though, with the first episode he listened to of Office Knock 89A. Yeah. Just, I have no idea. Uh, just that Sea Monkey was on it? Now he's tying Mon- that into Sea Monkey being on our show? Yeah. He was mentioning that the audio quality of that show when you were out at Gen Con. It wasn't the worst he's ever heard. And, um,. Then he just linked it to Sea Monkey because Sea Monkey was on and then said, well, I remember the first episode I listened to was Sea Monkey and J-Rob taking over the Awful Snack when Mike wasn't on. So that's what I got out of it. But it's a shame the Awful Show's not around anymore, isn't it? Uh, things change. Things move on. Uh, be nice to hear but- the boys back together one time soon. Who knows? Maybe uh, someday. Maybe. Some- Something will happen. I don't know. But till then, everyone should just listen to the Double O cast anyway. Should check out the latest episode. I think it was pretty interesting. I was very excited. Mm. You're not very subtle. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, you're saying something you know? Do you know something, Joel? I know nothing. I, I don't know anything. They'll just have to listen to Double O 124 and then, you know, who knows? And Maybe maybe there'll be another episode here in like a week or so. Hey, maybe just put two and two together and work out what's going to happen. Yeah, be, be news to me. <laughs> news to you, news to me. I know nothing, so I, I just live all the way down here. I'm I'm out of the loop. I know nothing. Like, I really know I, nothing. I know nothing. I see nothing. <laughs> all right. So, Joel, it was your birthday this week. You, it was. You made it to the 40s. I did. Wow. So, what did you get up to for your birthday? Uh, Well, it was was an interesting string of events. Well, of course, Janice was here, Nikki from Georgia, and uh, she stayed until the first, and we had a good time. It was, it was, it was fun getting to actually, like, get to know, like, one-on-one kind of face-to-face for an extended period of time. So that's kind of how I imagine when you come or I go there how it'll be but um then she headed home and um we we all went out to dinner the night before she left um and now that was nice you know we didn't get to go where i wanted to go because the place the power was out and um so that was a big fiasco but we ended up somewhere else where it had similar food so it worked out all right and then um <clears throat> on my actual birthday i took the day off but as you know when you take the day off work you never end up sitting at home relaxing unless you're sick and that's the only time you don't have any other responsibility. And so I ended up running some errands and had some things to do for the kids in school. And so that ended up being kind of a, a very busy birthday, but no real like birthday stuff happening. So I turned 40 and I got responsible. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> um, and then um, the day after I turned 40, the next day, 
I haven't had any problems with my, the, the arthritis of my neck until the next day, and everybody was giving me a hard time saying, ha ha, you're 40 now. Uh, anyway, so then on Friday, my friends that I work with, they all um, kind of got together, and um, Maybellina, who, as you all have heard her call in and voicemails and things like that on various shows, she works with me, so she kind of spearheaded everything and got a, was about eight of us all together. We went out to dinner, and they got a couple of presents, and then we went and watched The Exorcist after that, so it was like perfect, you know? Had a TARDIS birthday cake and um, got a Captain Spaulding pop and a Doctor Who shirt and a Sharknado pop and um, got to watch a classic scary movie, so you don't get any better than that. It's a good way to bring in the 40s, which, you know... Nikki, you'll never get to enjoy that since you don't know how old you are, but, <laughs> you know, at some point, maybe you can just, like, pretend. Yeah, so that, that's pretty much it. It was it was uh, started out kind of rough in the middle, but uh, it ended up being pretty awesome. Nice. So no complaints. Nice. Yeah. yeah, well, as I said, welcome to the 40s, mate. <laughs> it goes downhill from here. <laughs> now I just got to catch up to you. I don't know if that's possible, Uh-oh. but... I'll just be that one step in front of you, or one <laughs> year and one week. <laughs> Unless I trip you or something. Or I fall downstairs again. Well, let's not do that. No, thank you. I, I need my co-host. Uh, speaking of, um, it's this week is one year since I did fall down those stairs and break my neck. Really? Jesus. Exactly. One year to the day? Uh, one year next week on the 13th, because I, as I was reminded this week, um, that's my dad's birthday, so... I remember that was my dad's birthday when I did it, so uh, 13th of September is the one-year anniversary of Killer trying to kill himself by breaking his neck. So, Do you remember? I'm, I'm, oh, sorry. I think I'm not allowed to go near stairs next week, so I think it'd be a safe option. I don't know how I'm going to get to work, because I've got to walk downstairs to get out of the house, but well, we'll see. I'll get Donna to uh, carry me down the stairs. <laughs> she needs to get you like a toboggan and like layer layer it with pillows, like couch pillows. Yeah. Just with, have you slide down the stairs on the toboggan so you don't have to walk. Speaking, just speak, jump inside a sleeping bed and slide down. No, no, no. I'll just jump <laughs> off the balcony. Just jump inside a sleeping bag. You'll be all right. You don't hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing him, he'll break something. No, I, I still can't believe that all the craziest stuff I did when I was a kid never broke a bone. I go uh, get to what when I was thirty nine, break my hip, then I was forty and break my neck. So, but anyway, I was going to say. Speaking of dads, since it's my dad's birthday this week, it's actually Father's Day today here down under in the lands. And I said lands, so it's New Zealand and Australia down under. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Cause, oh wait, because you're in the f- future, future or the past. Future. <laughs> so does that mean that tomorrow is Father's Day here? Am I that like out of the loop? Well, well, technically, yes. On the seventh uh, of this month, which is today for us down under, is Father's Day. It's the first Sunday in September is Father's Day. So I don't think it's the same over here. No, your Father's Day is earlier in the year. I know. It's back in I can't remember July. I think I don't know. United States, uh, June fifteenth. I think. Yeah, I think we brought this 13th. up before. Third Sunday in June. Okay. Th- third yeah. Sunday in June. Oh, it's the first Sunday in um, September, and Mother's Day is the same between the two countries. 
Uh, New Zealand, it says first Sunday in September, is, and it is not a public holiday. No, because no, it's Sunday. It's Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I didn't realize it was on different days. That's crazy, because fathers should be celebrated on the same day yeah. everywhere. Well, Mother's Day's the same. I know that. In America. Well, how do we first of May or something? First May. Sunday of May? First Sunday of May, yep. Yeah. Exactly. So, happy Father's Day to all those fathers who are... Uh, in the southern Australian hemisphere, or New and, Zealand, and, yeah, yep. So I sent my dad a card. I sent my dad a card off just to be in the nice sun. Uh, hopefully, my dad's actually in Sydney at the moment. What part of Sydney? Um, Sydney. Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> Sydney. Sydney. I have no idea. Oh, okay. He's somewhere near the Opera House or the Bridge. What sort of bridge? What's it called, Joel? Come on. The Sydney Harbour Bridge. Ah, uh, thank you. Sydney See, Harbour. We, we are teaching you. Still can't believe you didn't know about the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Well, you know, I, I, I forgot to mention something. I didn't, actually, and, and now I do, and now I know, uh, like, the whole history. But I forgot to mention, we were talking about breaking things, that the first time I met you, Killa, you broke my heart. Oh, Joe. No. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get sappy for a moment. We promised we wouldn't get all like this on this show, but... Seems it to. happens every week. <laughs> yeah, well. So, all right. I just wanted to make sure everyone knew that it was Father's Day down in the Southern Hemisphere, just to teach some Americans, you know. We have different dates for different things. Um, Blows <laughs> a little bit. And, and, yes, we are in the future a little, but just a little at the moment. We're behind the times in certain things, but that's fine. Um what about Jane Rivers? I'd like to get your opinion, guys, from about Jane Rivers. Were you a fan? Did you hate her? What? Um, for people that don't know, Jane Rivers died this week, but I'm pretty sure everyone should know that by now. Nikki, I'll let you just take the wheel on that one. Okay. Um, honestly, besides the association with the E-Network, we don't really hear much about Jane Rivers down here. Um, her comedy, you know, any of that stuff kind of gets missed. Um, I've seen her on the Graham Norton show quite a few times. Um, and she's a very funny lady, very honest, which I really thought was quite refreshing. But, yeah, other than that, the only exposure we have is on the E! channel and in bloody Gossip magazine. So I think we got um, sort of the short end of the stick with regarding her because while it was sad, most people are just wondering what's going to happen with Fashion Police now. Oh. So, yeah, that's quite unfortunate. But yeah, it's it's just she's just not known for her comedy over here. I know she's done tours and stuff in the states. I've heard um, Geek Show talk about her because I think they went to go see her. But yeah, it's really not a thing down here that she's known for. What about you, Joel? Did you ever think uh, consider her funny, or um, or you thought I, she was uh, just a bitch? Or oh no 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 no. Um, for me. My first exposure to comedians was with Lucille Ball, and then my second was Joan Rivers. Um, and I distinctly remember being at a, a record store when I was pretty young and seeing I, they were advertising her one of her comedy albums, and it had a big like uh, what do you call it, like cardboard cutout with her, with like a mink stole on or something, or like a, a feather boa, I think it was. And I just, for whatever reason, I just, that image just sticks in my head. And then next thing you know, I started seeing her pop up on The Tonight Show and just kind of everywhere. And I just kind of fell in love with just her delivery and her comedy style and just 
I've, I've always considered myself kind of a fan. Um, and so it, it's, it's kind of a big loss. I know she, in the second half of her life, kind of got known for, like Nikki was talking about, kind of a red carpet stuff with, with her daughter and, um, you know, her plastic surgery stuff, which she was never shied away from. She was always real upfront about all that. And, um, you know, so I, I kind of felt bad that some of that was kind of overshadowed by, but, you know, girls got to work. And um, there's a great documentary, by the way, if you want to see exactly how vital she still was and how important she still was to comedy. If you have Netflix or if you have the ability to obtain things, (laughs) allegedly, uh, there's a documentary called Joan Rivers, A Piece of Work, came out in 2010, and it is phenomenal. It um, she just cracks me the heck up still. And watching her there, I mean, she's just as quick witted and sharp tongued you know, as old as she was, as she was when she was, you know, a youth, so to speak. So check it out. If you've never seen anything from her before, or you haven't seen anything recently, go watch that. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Plus oh. Melissa's in it. And uh. eh, it's going to do. Yeah. I want to get my hands on that. I want to check that out. But yeah, my opinion of it, I'd, I'd like her honesty, you know, like your sharp wit and, you know, mm-hmm. her, her, you know, she say what she liked. And, but I had one issue with her once when I was watching Celebrity Apprentice when she was on, with any Duke, the poker player. And back in the day, I was a bit of a poker player and got into the scene a bit and liked any Duke, and they had a big fight. So I sort of got upset with Joan. I thought she was a bit of a bitch. But no, nah, that's the way she was. And um, yeah, other than that, yeah, the things I've seen in the jokes she says, it, I think she never held back, wasn't scared to say what she thought, made fun of herself as much as anyone else. So. And um, as the joke goes, they won't need to uh, make a wax uh, doll, f- uh, wax figure for her for Madame Two Swords. They're just going to use the body, <laughs> right? And she would uh, she would fully support that comment. Yeah. And 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 to think about the time when she was uh, you know making her start in the business. I mean, especially later on with the Tonight Show era. I mean, that type of comedy from a woman was still kind of unusual yeah. so she was a bit of a trailblazer and i think that's one of the reasons why i always kind of respected her yep so so sad day so ellen's still alive but <laughs> joan's dead <laughs> contrary to popular belief uh yeah ellen is still alive she's still okay. alive and working and <laughs> yes uh, nice. uh, so, you know what? I've been wondering, and I, I know Nikki brought it up, so I'm just going to segue into this. I, I want to know, and what's the deal with the Drop Bears movie? What's happening with that? And Nikki was wanting to talk about that, too. So I don't know what her, was on her mind. Well, no, I was just wondering if, if you guys are actually doing it. Like, were you messing around, or are you actually going to get this movie made? We're full on serious about it. Awesome. It, it's in Jeff's hands. He's um, going to be the um, script writer. He's he's laid out uh, a very detailed plan for the movie, and uh, it's going to be a, a bit of a process. Of course, it's not going to happen overnight, right? But um, yeah. So I'm not going to be on on his back about. Oh, come on, where's his script? I'm let him work in his own time. Uh, he knows he can, he can ask me any questions. You know, I, I just throw some ideas in, which I have, which have made it into the movie. You know, so he's just going to put a script together. Um, as I said, I'm pretty sure he knows a few people around the business. It's going to be an, like an independent movie, so we'll have to work out how to, to fund it. Um, 
as we're thinking, we're going to do like a, a crowdsourcing funding. Yeah. Uh, other than that, yeah, we're just first parts to get a script together, I think, and get a, a you know a first draft or a second draft done. Um, uh, I'll be, as I said, creative consultant. I, I'm not the best of writers, so all I can do is just throw some ideas out there, throw a couple of lines in there, which I've already done. Um, as I said, the plan, we want Paul Hogan in the movie. I think that'll be perfect. As uh, Jeff said, that's not a bear. That That's not a koala. That's a drop bear. <laughs> so, yeah, just throw some ideas out. Just, you know, I threw the, the basis idea to it. So it's like basically Americans come researching... This, uh, the, the legendary drop bear. So yeah, it's 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 a work in progress. It's not going to happen like within the next month or two. You won't be seeing anything progressing to the point of getting a movie made. But it's going to be like I'm guessing a script made. Uh, then seeing if Jeff can find some people who are interested and just follow up. I I haven't been in contact with Jeff with any more ideas, but he actually I don't know if anyone saw the. Uh, the link I put on Facebook the other day, there was an actual koala that fell. And oh, no. Yeah, it was trying to jump off a, the roof of a shed to a tree, and it missed, and it fell. <laughs> so I tagged the drop bears. <laughs> so, that yeah. was pretty funny. Yeah. So Jeff liked yeah, no, it. No, sorry, you finished. No, I was just saying Jeff liked it and shared the link, so I know he's, he's still he's keen on the drop bear idea, so... I don't want to force someone to do something if they're not wanting to. I mean, it's. I reckon it's going to be a little bit of a slow process, but once once the the project starts moving along a bit further, I think we're going to be like doing it. Um, and I'm hoping to make some money off the merchandising. <laughs> <laughs> Is he eating like eucalyptus to to get into the right mindset? Yeah, get in the right mindset. As long as it's not the eucalyptus that we plan to use in the movie, because that's what. Oh, I'm giving secrets away. They're not saying. You know, the reason I wanted to ask about it, one, just because it's bloody awesome, but two, if you've got these kind of connections, you know, um, I happen to have a half-written horror movie script lying around that I'd like to see something done with at some point before I go. Um, so, yeah, if, if Jeff has those connections and doesn't mind looking into it, then... I'd definitely like to pass this idea along to him. Yep, well, he's a horror movie fan. Um, get in contact with him. Send it over. Yeah. I'll have to get his details from you guys. Well, just look look for him on our Facebook, as Facebook friends, Jeff Hunt. So, I will do that. Yep. Send him a message. I'm, well, he doesn't listen to this show as we knew when he came on, but that's fine. <laughs> but, yeah, that's just men- right. mention that, you know, you know Joel, that'll get you somewhere. Just saying you know Joel. And maybe I do you... know Joel because someone that he knows walked past my house and then he's <laughs> met him in real life. Uh, totally right. Like, we're like besties. We go way back. I was going to say, just like... don't mention my name because, you know, people don't <laughs> like me for some strange reason. Hang on. No, they do. Because I'm Australian. Uh, Killer Wilbur's head's growing bigger and bigger by the day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's okay. Uh, just fucking around. But yeah, just uh, get in contact with him and send it off and see what he thinks. And he can give you advice where you can look to, you know, get some help with the script or maybe people to speak to. Or Yeah, no, that's good. 
maybe Peter Jackson's in New Zealand, isn't he? Everyone knows each other in New Zealand, don't they? So you can just go see Peter Jackson. Yeah, I think he's past his, um, well, I was say bad horror, but it's actually good. Um, his cheap horror movie days. I don't think he's looking to get back into that anytime soon. Maybe this will be the the spark. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But he hasn't done the, um, the what's it called, the Cimmerillion yet, so that's another ten movies, I'm sure. Wow. No one knows what, what that, is. that is. It's another Tolkien book. Oh, a, a talking book. <laughs> yeah, it talks to you. Oh, okay. Hmm. <laughs> the only no, time I've had a talking book, book is when I was taking LSD and the book started yeah. talking to me. I was like, whoa. Is that true? No. Come on. No. Damn it. <laughs> I was just wondering. I, I don't know. I don't know what, what you've done what, in your what, life. What, 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 what part is true? The book talking to me or me taking LSD? LSD, that part. Yeah, well, that's true. It is? Yeah, I've taken... What was that like? Uh, trippy. Put them ching. <laughs> yes, in my youth, I have taken some hallucinogens. So. See, I've never gone down that path, so it's, it's a fascination to me, because I'm scared, like, literally, like, I don't think I could ever do it, for obvious reasons now, but just because of the fact that I, I'm too afraid I'd have a bad trip. All right, here's a story for you. I took LSD while I was working in the coffin factory. Oh, shit. While working. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I was having a great day until I realized I stuffed up a lot of the jobs. <laughs> I was on a belt sander. I don't know if you know what a belt sander is. It's a big... You know what a belt sander is? Oh, yeah. yeah. I know what a belt sander is. Big industrial one that's like six feet long. Whatever. And I'm sanding a lid. I don't think I'm doing a great job. I near sanded it to freaking nothing. <laughs> Completely messed it up. But back in... See, I can say this now because Travails doesn't exist anymore, so I can't get in trouble, but yeah. I used to take... I used to smoke weed a lot while I was working there. Go in the toilets, pass the bong underneath the, the um, <laughs> partitions in the toilet to my mate next to me. Get stoned, make coffins... Then one day we decided to take some LSD. Oh, yeah. I had a fun day. <laughs> Something about passing it under the toilet stall just it kind of grosses me out a little bit. I'm not sure why. Oh, well, that's the things we did back in those days, mate. Trust me, it's all behind me. Anyone listen from work, I don't do that stuff anymore. <laughs> I'm cl- no, oh, yeah, no, of course. Not now. I just. I, no, no, I just... I, in my 20s, mate, I. I had a hard teenage life and I was pretty straight laced and then I turned 18 and then no actually it was no. about 19 when I went goodbye to the straight laced Graham let's go have some fun so <laughs> there we go another story from Killer Wilbur from his life oh I've got mate made everyone go quiet oh no I was just I was just so yeah. did you? You never had a bad trip then? Yeah, I had one once. I um, was going to an Offspring concert, and I was with my youngest that brother. That is a bad trip. <laughs> no, no, I took a trip on the way, and then on the train, I started freaking out. Had a complete freak out. My youngest brother didn't know what to do. He was like, "Oh my god, I'm going. I'm dying. I know I'm already dead. This is 
this is the you know I I was completely messed up but by the time we got into the city I'd straight you know it all worked itself out but yeah it's not so much the trips are bad it's just how you react and your your surroundings so just on that train I went a bit wonky hmm well I just hear horror stories about it so sorry no you're right. what were you going to say oh no I was going to say I went quiet because I was just imagining um you know the movie Go? I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, I have. Yeah. Where that, um, that young guy that works at the supermarket, you know, takes whatever drugs they're selling and then he starts tripping really bad and has that big dance scene in the supermarket and then the cat starts talking to him as well <laughs> at the drug dealer's house. That's what I was just imagining, black cats talking to you, telling you to kill people. Oh, well, speaking, speaking of movies with drugs, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah. Great movie. It is a great movie. Oh, yeah. Wait, where were we going with that? I was going to say, watch that on a trip. Ooh. <laughs> Next I, question, I, 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 have I done it? Yes. <laughs> I, have a, <clears throat> excuse me, I have a feeling I would probably end up in a very bad trip in that case. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, well. Joys of uh, my youth. Oh, this show's just taken a major turn <laughs> in the wrong direction, I think. <laughs> Well, I had a really boring youth, so I have nothing to share on that. No, well, that's what happens when you live in New Zealand. It's pretty boring. Aww. Here we are a bit boring. Oh, she agreed with me. I was trying to have a bit of Aussie New Zealand niggle going on there, but that <laughs> didn't work. No, I'm not from Auckland, so I didn't have that exciting life of no. um, K Road and God knows what happens in Auckland. K Road's like the big long massive road where heaps of um, prostitutes and stuff hang out and people go drinking and yeah, it's a mess. Oh, a bit like our King's Cross. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Fair enough. I get it now. All right, Joel. Yes. What else we got to talk about? Because we're going down to a dark, dark place at the moment and I think we need to move. <laughs> Well, I can tell you about my holiday that I'm going on in a couple of hours oh. if you want to be... A couple of hours? Brightened up. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaving in about three hours to go drive to the airport and then catch a flight up to Auckland. Um, <laughs> and then tomorrow morning, uh, bright and early, flying off to Vanuatu. Oh, sweet. What? Vanuatu. Vanuatu. It's a, one of the islands up in the Pacific. It's a nice island. Mm, never been there, but I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Remember oh. who you're talking to here. <laughs> it's one of the Pacific Islands. You know, you've got Fiji, you've got Vanuatu. Mm. Cook Island, Samoa, Tonga. No? Oh. Okay. Okay. Look at a map once I'm, in a while, Joel. And... Right? I know. <laughs> well, anyway, it'll be, it's going to be nice and warm because it's not warm here at the moment yes. in Wellington. So it'll be nice and warm. It'll hopefully be sunny, but the forecast is rain for a couple of days. But, yeah, it'll be lovely. Trying to do as little as possible for a a couple of weeks. That'd be nice. Wish I could do as little as possible for a couple of weeks, but unfortunately, no. People keep dying, and I've got to keep making coffins. Well, there's stairs out there. (laughs) (laughs) You see, if you came on this holiday killer, then you'd be lying on a beach next Sunday, so you'd be fine. Saturday, whatever day it is, for your anniversary. Because I don't think there's been many stairs over there. 
No, there'll be stairs somewhere, but... Then again, you're probably going to get eaten by a shark. No. Ooh. I'm skinny. I've got no meat on me. Sharks won't eat me. <laughs> they might use me as a toothpick to clean out the meat from the other person they eat, but... <laughs> yeah, they'll start with me. I'm slow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that... I don't know where this is going or... <laughs> What happens when you get an American, a New Zealander, and an Australian on together? <laughs> well, and and there's no specific like show topic, nah. you know. Well, this is what the ANZUS Treaty's like. What yeah, the what? I ruined it. The ANZUS Treaty. Do you not know What's... about the ANZUS Treaty, Joe? Of course, of course not. I I barely know how to tie my shoe. Okay. That was on Facebook. Yeah, we didn't see it. Now I'm going to go back and find that Wikipedia page. Yep. So, ANZUS. It's an Australian, New Zealand, and uh, United States alliance. Uh, here we go. Wikipedia. The source of all information. Wikipedia. Whether it's true or not, we believe it. All right. Yep. The, <laughs> that's, that's completely true. The Australian, <laughs> New Zealand, United States Security Treaty... ANZUS, or ANZUS Treaty, is a military alliance which binds Australia and New Zealand and, and separately Australia and the United States to cooperate in a, on defence matters in the Pacific Ocean area. Although today the treaty is taken to relate to conflicts worldwide. All right? The treaty was previously a three-way defence pact, but following the dispute between New Zealand and the United States in 1984 over visiting rights for ships and submarines carrying nuclear arms or nuclear-powered ships from the, new, uh, the U.S. Navy to New Zealand ports uh, became between Australia and New Zealand. And, sorry. See, I can't read for shit. Anyway, I'll summarise. What happened, I know in New Zealand they refused to have any um, nuclear weapons or nuclear-powered uh, vessels enter their ports. So That's true. That sort of um, killed the ANZUS Treaty. Uh, yeah, my bad. You're bad, yeah. You did it, Nikki. It's all you. I was three. It's all my fault. Mm. Oh. Uh, you knew how old you were in 1984, but you don't know how old you are now? So I forget what year it is now. <laughs> oh, God. All the years just blur together now. I can't even believe it's September already, and I'm going on another holiday. It's just oh. ridiculous. I haven't had any holiday yet. You need to, like, I need to borrow some. Can I borrow a cup of holiday from you? Yeah. Can I? Yeah. I haven't had a holiday on, in years. I go on holiday every September. I don't go on any holidays. I've got no money to go on holidays. That's why I never have any money normally, because I save all my money to go on holidays. Yeah, well, I am taking a week off next month from work, but that's just to um, recuperate and get my back back. Back back? That's a good word. Get your back back? Back, back in action. Uh, back's been playing up. Just need a week off from work from all the hard work. Oh. What have you been doing? Mm-hmm. Um, making coffins and lifting heavy stuff. Did you not? Uh-huh. Did you not get my Snapchat during the week and showing you the all the, the crates I had to unload? You know what? I I just realized when I got I got I had to get a new phone because my other one shit the bed and uh, I I never reinstalled Snapchat so I've missed probably several Snapchats. Oh, you miss me lying on a, co- a bunch of coffin lids <laughs> taking I a Snapchat. Going to go a different way for a second? No. Well, I sent was- a few out during the week. Was it attractive? Well, to you it would have been. Were you lying uh, like one of those French girls? No, I was just lying trying to get the shot. I, I, 
Yeah. I'll draw you like one of those French girls. Do you have Snapchat, Nikki? I do. Oh, we need to connect. You'll get to see photos of coffins. That's basically all I Snapchat is me at work. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and I don't Snapchat at all, so it's pretty useless for me, but I still look at them. And occasionally I'll send out the random video or, or picture. Mostly I just Snapchat to um, Scott the Pool Boy. Yeah. Random things. I don't really know what they are half the time. How does Scott rank? What was that? How does... I said, how does Scott rank? That he gets, he's the only one you Snapchat. I don't know. Oh, because I think he put something out on Twitter or Instagram saying, add me to Snapchat. Oh. Yeah, well, I don't broadcast my Snapchatism. Well, chattiness. Pretty easy well, to find me. In, yeah, if anybody wants to add me, it's the same as my Twitter handle, at Pumazeli. Yeah, well, same as me. It's pretty much my name I use, Killer Wilbur. Uh, if anyone ever, ever wants to find me anywhere on the social medias, it's Keller Wilbur. And that's, but you, you, you're always giving out your real name too these days, it seems like. Yeah, well, Graham Sharp. I never hide behind that. I just People know me as Keller Wilbur, so I just keep calling myself Keller Wilbur. Get there you out. go, and I just it's added Keller Wilbur. Wilbur to my Snapchat. Okay, all uh-huh. right. Except I'm not going to have my phone for the next two weeks, so I won't be able to get any of the Snapchat. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so just so you know, I mean... Yeah, I've just added you, but I won't be able yeah. to speak to you for two weeks. That's fine. Okay. That's funny. Oh, it's not coming in through my phone. Oh, anyway, this is... Uh, more stuff should be off air, but not on air. Wow. As, I, as I'm logging into Snapchat as I just downloaded it <laughs> again. Yeah, that's good radio right there, folks. Uh, who cares? People hey, I'm enjoy. logged in. Look, there's there's Snapchats here from Killer Wilba. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's a half-made box. Yep. Apparently, it's only going to load ones that were recent. Anyway. Yeah, all right. So. Anybody out there, you want to add me on Snapchat? Go for it. You, oh, there. There's, there's Nikki. Hi. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, add me. Snapchat. You'll get to see photos of coffins. See my factory. See me laying on coffin lids, or maybe laying in a coffin one day or two, or seeing half-made boxes. You know what? I'm not entirely sure what my Snapchat name is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know what it is. I'm not going to say it on here, but it's from the old show you used to do. Oh, yeah. I have no idea what that means, but okay. Yeah. Do you want me to say anyway. it on air or not? Eh, we'll save it for later. I don't know what it is, so. Anyway. So, wait. It's, like, it's going to be summer there soon, right? Yep, yep. well, another yep. three months. It's spring now. And that means it's going to be summer over in New Zealand, too, right? Yes. <laughs> Do you know how it works, Joel? Southern Hemisphere? Why, like, Why are you laughing at that? that at equator. <laughs> that, that center of the Earth called the equator. Every yeah. north of that? has a different season, the opposite season to the southern half. So when it's summer in the northern, it's winter in the southern. So Is the gravity all jacked up close to the equator? No. That's not, a, that's not a real question. I just wanted to say that. just means they pretty much have the same weather all year round. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, because 
the shift in weather, while it being completely annoying and I hate it when it's winter, at the same time, if it was constantly like 70 degrees and sunny out, I think it would get old after a while. Well, what happens closer to the equator, it's, there's not like a summer or winter, it's the wet season or the dry season. That's what happens up in the Northern Territory. Sounds like when I'm sleeping. Yeah, either you, it's just raining a lot or it's um, a dry, dry-ish weather. But up up north of Australia, that I know is like it's either really humid all the time, or it's raining all the time. It's hot and humid, or raining all the time. So I don't know where that came from, but yeah. But that's that's what happens closer to the equator, as far as like big land masses. I don't know what's like on like little islands like Vanuatu or or out there. But and it's generally hot all the time, places like that. Um, they'll have like hurricane seasons where, uh, yeah, it'll just be wet for days and weeks on end. Um, when I stayed in Rarotonga a couple of years ago, we found out that between about 8 a.m. and maybe 10 a.m., every single morning it rained for about 15 minutes, half an hour, somewhere in that window. Probably because the island was so small that's, you know, just one cloud passing over it. But. <laughs> And it is, Rarotonga, I don't know miles, but it's like a 32-kilometre um, in, in circumference. That's how big uh, Rarotonga is. Yeah. So it's quite tiny. Mm. So, yeah, one cloud could just... Yeah, pretty much. Just one cloud passes over, and that's the cloud for the day gone. No rain after that. It's hot. That's nuts. Yeah. yeah. But because it rains, then the heat comes out. It just makes it all very humid because it's just you know all the moisture is coming out of the ground and it's just yeah totally all, all the air is just so humid well when you drink a lot of liquids the moisture comes out of graham too so um you know we should really put this show under like educational because there actually is a lot of learning going on well we try to teach i mean like like actual like I, I know a lot more than i used to so the next time i go to australia which will be the first time i'll be pretty smart yeah, well, as I said, we tried to dispel myths about Australia. That was part of this show. I do occasionally throw in some non-truths or half-truths. Drop bears are real. The story behind it that I say is not real, but drop bears are real. You just check that video out I, showed, I put on Facebook the other day. No, that was a fall bear, not a fall drop bear. Fall bear, drop, it dropped. <laughs> it dropped pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. No, but yeah, for the most part, we we that's what the idea behind the show was, Joel. You know, dispel some of the, the myths about Australia and tell some real truths. No, there's not kangaroos jumping down the middle of um, the streets here in Australia. Uh, no, not everyone carries a knife and goes, "That's not a knife." Now that's a knife. Not everybody drinks Fosters. Uh, not anybody. Nobody drinks Fosters, and if they do, they get kicked out of the country. They get <laughs> sent to New Zealand. That's not true. <laughs> Sorry, we don't have Fosters here. That's why they get sent there, to, to um, dry off and learn how to drink real beer. It's like a punishment? Yep. So, well, this country was built on punishment. Well, that's true. <laughs> they right. sent convicts here. It's how dopey English people were. Or the, you know, We'll send our criminals to the a greater country than what we live in with sunshine and great beaches and yep this is your punishment go live in a greater country than what you were living in 
I have a question. You always have so, questions. No, no, no. This isn't a stupid question. This just came about because we were talking about the different countries. Do you have amusement parks like in Australia and New Zealand? Yep. I don't know about New Zealand. Nikki knows about ours over here because she mentioned yep. it last time. I've been there several times. Our, the ones the Gold Coast. Gold Coast, which is in Queensland, Joel. Um, if you ever look at a map, you'll be able to see the distinct states. But just north of the border of New South Wales is a is the beach land called the Gold Coast. Up there, they've got three amusement parks. They've got a place called Movie World, which uh, is where they actually did make movies, and then they built a theme park next door. Um, plenty of movies were made there. Scooby-Doo movies were made there. They actually have sound stages and all that. You can do a sound, a sound stage ride. It's a bit like um, Universal Studios and that sort of idea behind wow. it. Yep. They they keep putting more rides and rides in. Um, I was there back well, last time I had a holiday. But they have the Batman ride, the Superman ride, you know. So they've got like roller coasters and stuff. Yeah, roller coasters there. Yes. They try to build it up. Um, there's another one across the road, across the highway, called Dreamworld. I've never been to Dreamworld. Really? No, I've always wanted wow. to go. Every time I go up there, last time I went, I was by myself, and I ended up just going to Movie World by myself. Movie it, World is the better one. Yeah, but I want to ride the roller coasters at uh, Dreamworld. Do the Tower of Terror and the Giant yeah. Cop. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. Also, Dreamworld is the ho- where they house the Big Brother house, which is starting <laughs> tomorrow night. Big Brother is back here in Australia is, again. Is it Wait, still on? It's still on. It's gone. It wow. starts tomorrow night here in Australia. So they shoot Big Brother America in Australia? No, Australian Big Brother in Australia. But they built the house in, um, yeah. But And there's another uh, theme park called SeaWorld, which is where I rode my first roller coaster, the Corkscrew, which got me into roller coasters. That park's pretty lame for roller coasters and whatnot. They've got one, and they had a stupid ride, the Bermuda Triangle, which is like a you ride through... And people never come back. Um, no, nah, but you, it's like a log ride. You log ride, and you just go through, mm. and they just, you know, it's a bit like I'm trying to think of what you. I saw a porn that was that called the log ride. <laughs> of course, you would have. But it's yeah, like Splash Mountain, yeah, at Disneyland. They yeah. just show you too. pictures and stuff. Yeah, you just go through, and then, then the last part of the ride is a big drop. But yeah, Fair. they've got the corkscrew. They've got a, like a shitty pirate ship. But we did have a, a theme park here in Australia called Australia's Wonderland. It's got shut down many, many years ago. Uh, um, out Sydney's West, out near where I live. Um, so we... Um, I used to go there all the time. They had the Bush Beast, which was a timber roller coaster. They had the Mini Bush Beast for the kids. A um, few, few other rides. It become... Um, it, it got... What's the word I'm trying to find? Anyway, it got shut down because of a public liability insurance went through the roof here in Australia at one stage. So they couldn't afford the insurance and they had the prices so high on the um, the ticket prices that people stopped going and they were shutting down rides because they couldn't afford to um, repair them. So they just shut them down. So it got shut down. Now it's an industrial park out there at the west. But there is a guy who wants to rebuild it, do it again and make Australia's one land again. Uh, they want to put next to um, we've got a Wet and Wild that just opened last year too here again, in Sydney again I saw that movie too what Wet and Wild yeah I know one two or three well three was kind of they phoned it in yeah I mean but two was the best I forgot to mention up at 
Queensland, they've got a wet and wild park. You know, it's a water park. It's right next to Movie World. But they built a wet and wild here in Sydney. And it's only open from September to April because of the winter. But yeah, reopens this week. But there's this guy who wants to uh, rebuild Australia's Wonderland right next door to it, which I hope he does. It'll still take five years. But other than that, uh, other theme parks, I wouldn't call it a theme park, but it, there's a park called Lunar Park. It's it's right next to that bridge you never knew about before, Joel. It's called the Sydney Harbour Bridge. And Wait, right, why why did she giggle when you said it? Luna Luna Park. Park. There's it's two not lo- a real theme park because it feeds into what I'm about to say about New Zealand in a minute. Yeah, um, there's two Luna Parks. There's one here in Sydney and there's one down in Melbourne. The Melbourne one seemed to always go Luna Park here in Sydney. Um, it always kept getting shut down, and then someone would rebuy it and reopen it and shut down and reopen. It's more like your carnival rides. You have your dodge em cars, you have your wild mouse ride. Wait, right? wait, wait. You have your what? Dodge em cars? Bumper cars? Oh, okay. God. Jeez, we have to teach them everything, Nikki, don't we? Um, I don't know. Dodge em cars? I dodge don't know. Em. I do, I, I, it's what I they're like called. It. Dodge em cars. you got to dodge other people on the track. Dodge em. You're going to dodge em, mate. But yeah, um, Luna Park here in Sydney has been running for a while. They, they've sort of. Uh, changed the the way it works. It's it's got um a hall there where people can have weddings and stuff. So that's where I think they make their money on. Yeah, Luna Park in Sydney. It's right next to the Hub Bridge, Joel. I'm surprised you haven't seen photos. You, um, that was where I took Donna on her first date. Oh. Yeah, that's well, it was for her birthday. We went there, and then we walked underneath the Hub Bridge and had our first kiss under the Hub Bridge. All right, there you go. More stories from Killer Wilbur. Oh, what were you like, going to say about things? Yeah, I know what Nikki's going to say. She's got similar stuff over there. No, I was going to say, um, be a bit uh, nerdy and geeky here, but I love roller coasters and theme parks, and New Zealand does not have that. We have this thing um, up in Auckland called, no, I can't think of what it's called, Rainbow. Rainbow... No, it's completely gone out of my head. It sucks. You're suffering um, from what is, I suffer from. <laughs> it's it's kind of like a Luna Park, a carnival, more carnival type rides. It's got the slowest roller coaster in the world that I've ever been on. Um, it well, really is no good at all. Is that a point of pride? No. No. This that's coaster. That's why I can't even remember what it's called. Dead. Rainbow's End. That's what it's called. Rainbow's End. That's a terrible name for a roller coaster. No, no, that's the theme park. It's called Rainbow's End. Oh. Yeah. Well, what it, what they say, it's New Zealand's theme park, but... Compared to, I mean, when I, every time I go to America, it's always hitting up the Six Flags and, right, and yeah, you know, um, Cedar Point and all the actual proper theme parks and yeah, we don't have that. Yeah. So I would never go to it. I'd never tell somebody that's um, coming to New Zealand to go to it. It's it's just disappointing. Yeah, it's carnival yeah. rides like the yeah, Easter Show. Yeah, rides like Luna Park. Yeah. Yeah. Because, but no, because I love my roller coasters. Same here. Like nothing else. And yeah, there's some amazing roller coasters in America. And then compared to what we've got here, it's it's very sad, unfortunately. Yeah, well, that's like I want to go to America to ride the coasters. Meet up with um, Tommy, Brian, yeah. Tommy the Duck, and and Supernova. They're big. He's a coaster tool boy, oh, big time. Tommy, yeah. Well, that's what I've always thought. You know, part of my trip to America is make sure I catch up with Tommy and. Let him take me out to the, all those parks that he rides and rides all the good coasters. 
yeah, what I was going to say was, as I was saying about SeaWorld, the corkscrew was my first roller coaster. Since I rode it, I've become a coaster. Uh, yeah, I just wanted yeah. to ride coasters from there on. Just love them. See, when I was growing up in Kansas City, we had uh, we the only theme park that I ever went to was called Worlds of Fun, and that was like the local theme park in the Arrow. I guess that's what you call a theme park. Um, and they had, you know, they had a couple of roller coasters. They had the Orient Express, which <laughs> was in, then re- what? Sorry. Is that funny? I was thinking of the movie. It, it, yeah, no, everybody didn't die at the end, but um, <laughs> they, uh, they, they had, they replaced that with uh, the first like wooden roller coaster in the area. And I remember the first time I rode that thing, my back was messed up for like six months. It was awful. Um, so I, I can't say I'm a fan of wooden roller coasters, but I like roller coasters. And they we had um, Oceans of Fun across the street, which was a water park that had was about the same size. It had a bunch of the same kind of stuff. But um, I, I I thought those were real roller coasters. And then I went to uh, one of the Six Flags nearby here. And, uh, yeah, I rode the Batman ride and some other Batman. ones. Where your feet are hanging down? I think that's Batman. Uh, yeah. That's what they got at uh, Movie World, the one you, your feet are dangling out. And yeah, it's kind of creepy. They invert you. Yeah. It's fun. It's great. I like those ones the best, the ones that um, your feet dangle down. Yeah, it feels like you're flying. Yeah. Oh, actually, the, uh, the other best one, you wouldn't have been on it, unfortunately, Killer, but um, uh, I've been on a couple at Six Flags now where the, you know you sit in it like a normal seat and then they pull you up so that you're parallel to the ground. Yeah. I feel like you're Superman. Yeah, those are the best roller coasters. The ones that twist your seat around. Uh, not twist your seat. They no. just uh, oh, they, soon, yeah, yep. Yeah, they just bring you up so that you look like you're you're being Superman. You're facing the ground. Yeah. Just the same position the whole time, but you go over a loop, and it's just amazing. Yeah, I watch a lot of the PAV uh, videos of roller yeah. coasters. There's, I forget the one that was posted recently or. I saw recently, but yeah, it, it twists as you're going around. It's literally twisting you, like oh, that's sp- spinning you in your seat. X, there's like an X2 or it's something at Six Flags in um, California does it in LA. Yeah. I, I can't think what it is, but you're at twist you around in circles and everything. Oh, well. Yeah. I, I'd like to call out Tommy if he's listening. Tell us your favorite roller coaster. You can call us on that voicemail line that Joel mentioned before. Six six one four three four five nine five six. Yeah. He uh yeah, he he'll he'll go on forever ask him about cars and roller coasters and, and he'll never get him to stop talking. Yeah. Two of my and favorite subjects. Yeah. Oh but yeah. I now I want to go ride a roller coaster right now. Wish I could. <laughs> so do I, damn it. Damn it. All so right, quickly. Oh, you're going to Vanuatu. I was going to say, quickly fly over to Australia. I'll quickly. I'll meet you at the Gold Coast, and we'll we'll go to Dreamworld and ride some rides. <laughs> I um uh have a love hate relationship with roller coasters because of the aforementioned back issue I was talking about. But that and like waiting in line, and I think about that first yeah. climb and that first drop. You get and it. I just am like, I don't want to do this. And yeah. then as soon as that first drop happens, I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is the best thing ever. The anticipation as you're waiting, yeah, and especially oh. yeah, especially that first climb. If it's a if it's a roller coaster where you're going up, you know that, and you go, oh, 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 oh. or it could be like the Superman one at Movie World. At Movie World, yeah, you don't get no chance. It's just nope. straight, straight out the gate, you're gone. Well, that's see that I don't know. Oh. 
Yeah, the, now, now I want to ride, but at the same time, I don't. Nah, it's fun. Yeah, um, that was the first roller coaster I rode, the Superman one, where you don't get that anticipation as you're going around the corner up the hill. That's just hop in the chair. Three, two, one, bam, launched. They blast you out of the gate. I haven't been on a roller coaster, and it's probably been at least a decade. Well, wow. I haven't been Jeez. on a proper roller coaster for yeah, near that long as well. I've been on these carnival roller coasters. The wild mouses or the whatever you want to call them. Yeah. I still have fun on them. My favourite thing, because they take your photo these days. Always oh, make, right. You know how they take the photo. I'm always doing a different pose. Make sure I know where the camera is. I'll do something maybe a little dirty. <laughs> I'm a dirty, dirty boy. Yeah, you are. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, I, I make sure I do something a bit, you know, make sure the get a good photo for that occasionally I'll buy it I should actually go find the photos I've got and post them online for the I have a whole album on my Facebook page that's all of my photos from roller coasters yeah yeah I've got a lot of them I love buying them yeah especially I... since I usually I do it I'm, I look like I'm in a shit myself face <laughs> or what's also <laughs> called my cat face because my face gets pulled so far back from um you know, the G's and stuff, that and whatever my eyes are doing, it makes me look like a scared cat, apparently. Oh, I'll have to look that up. I was going to say, I want to see these now. Mm. I'll find them and I'll, I'll share the album. I hope. Oh, I think they're all on there. They're all on my walls in the in the house. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'll maybe we it. should just come to your house and have a look at them. Yeah, you should do that. I'll just start swimming across the ditch now. <laughs> but not for another couple of weeks. Cause I won't oh, that's it. right. Well, trust me, it'll take me a couple of weeks to swim across. <laughs> I'll start now, and by the time I've got there, you'll be back. Uh, all right, so, yes. stupid questions. Okay. I've got a couple. Um, and actually, two of these came up as, and I apologize, I'm adjusting my microphone. Um, as we are eating dinner last night, you know, as Maybelline is a listener and sitting there with us, she had a couple of stupid questions that I ended up writing down. So these are uh, directly from yesterday. The first one is, okay, now I don't know what your, what your stance, stance is on this normally, but, and you can, you know, you can fill that part in, but if you're at home by yourself, like nobody's there, it's just you, maybe other than maybe like your cats or your dog, whatever you have for pets. If you're there completely by yourself and you got to go to the bathroom, do you shut the door? Or do you leave it open because you're home by yourself? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I push the door too, but I don't shut it. Every time I get my little black cat comes in. <laughs> it happened this morning. My little black cat, Charlie, always comes and joins me in the toilet. And sits underneath my feet while I'm taking care of business. <laughs> it was funny. You mean the, pooping, right? Yes. This morning, okay. I um, Indy, my other cat, my uh, the mixed color cat, uh, she poked her head in, and then Charlie just pushed her out of the way and jumped across <laughs> her to come in. So yeah, no, Charlie comes and joins me every day. I I only ever put push the door to. I never shut it. Because I know the cats will be scraping, you know, scratching at the door. So that's why I'm laughing. Because yes, 
I have the cats join me. So it's the even same if, with me. Even if Donna's home, you still don't yeah, shut the door. Yeah, I just push the door too, so she doesn't see me. You know, she doesn't want to see me sitting there. If right. I'm if I'm just standing there going for a pee, I'll leave the door open. She doesn't mind that. But if I'm taking care of business, as she could say. Um, yeah, I'll just push the door too because I know otherwise the cats will be just scratching at the door and I know for some reason Charlie wants to come and visit. Well, I bet he does. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. But he sits on and he sits and he... he mm-hmm. That's the sound he makes all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, it was funny. That's why I was laughing because this morning, you know, he, he virtually beat Indy out of the way to get into the door. I mean, Iowa Charlie does the same thing, so... Iowa know. Charlie, yeah, well, I know, yeah, he does the reverse Charlie, you know, he sits the backwards way and... So well, he'll come in and he'll sit under my feet and he'll be like... Mm-hmm. That's not true. <laughs> what were you going to say, Nikki? Sorry. No, I was going to say the exact same thing. I never close the door. It's closed over. Because um, my cats, too, my black one used to come in all the time when he was younger. He doesn't so much anymore for some reason. But my other cat, if it's in the morning and he's hungry or whatever, then he'll come in. And he'll nose around, and then he'll sit at my feet. But yeah, I'm, even doesn't matter if my boyfriend's home. I never fully close the door; just close it over. Yeah, just shut it enough so they can't see you. Yeah. Still hot, you know, propped open enough. Yeah. So basically, what you're both saying is that neither one of you shut the door, even whether you're alone or not. It doesn't matter because um, you have cats; you leave it open so they won't call, yeah, scratch. Yeah, unless you. there's someone else in the house. Then yeah, I'll or shut. you're at someone else's house. Yeah. Right. Well, that's just common courtesy, of course. Yeah. No. Unless you're my sister. My sister, just a funny side note, my sister is incapable of going to the bathroom by herself just to pee. She is incapable of it. It doesn't matter where we are. She has to have someone go into the stall with her. God. You're calling your kidding. sister like, out. I've been, to oh. birthday, I've been to parties at people's houses where she's made her friends go into the bathroom with her while she pees. That's like the opposite of me. <laughs> That's the complete opposite of me because I, I am Captain Bladdershy. Like ever since I was a kid and my brother just tormented me incessantly, I cannot – nobody has seen me go to the bathroom for years, years and years and years and years and years. I always shut the door. Now, if I'm home by myself, then occasionally I'll leave it open just for the thrill of it. Like, hey, I can leave the door open. Nobody's home. You know, that sort of thing. And the dog will follow sometimes, but – for the most part, yeah, the door always has to be shut. Even when I'm home alone sometimes, I'll shut it in case somebody breaks in. Like, you know, I don't want to see me crapping. That's not true. But I will shut the door even then most of the time. It must be a down under thing. We're, we've got no shame. Or I don't know. I, I was going like to say it might be more cats. of a cat thing. Yeah. No, I, even before cats, I was never worried. It's like where I, at my parents' place, we used to, we didn't have an inside toilet growing up most times when we had an outside toilet I'd just leave the door wide open oh, and what did you call that? an outhouse an out- oh, you didn't call it a long drop? no, outhouse What? Yeah. a long drop, that's what we call them it was a proper toilet, it wasn't like uh, you know it was properly uh, sewered but it was just outside uh, so that's what I, I grew up doing I was trying to say long drop to see if Joel knew what that was I had would have had no. I would have been like, is that a roller coaster term? <laughs> no, it's a porn. I've seen it. No. Um, well, then that leads me to a, a sidebar question that she didn't ask, but that I'm going to ask, and this is more for Killa than for for you, Nikki. But 
So does that mean that if you go to, let's say, uh, one of your football games or you're at uh, a restaurant or something, if you go in, you don't mind going up to the urinal and nope. there's a row of other guys nope. pissing? This is I was going to bring this up too. I think this is where it comes from. I know. We, a lot of the urinals in Australia are the troughs where it's one single long, like there's a sheet of sh- uh, metal at the back, one long trough, and men stand next to each other. And pee. And the other thing is, usually we talk to each... No, not usually, but, you know, there's no shame in saying, hey, mate, to the guy next to you. Or, well, certain people get a problem with that, but, yeah. You know what I mean by a trough, don't you, Joel? It's not yeah, like a little yeah. um, ceramic urinal, which we do have them in occasions, but sporting events, it's one long trough. So a right. bunch of blokes, you know, you, you're rushing into the toilet half-time with the football... And there's a line. Everyone just stands there and squeeze, you know, shoulder to shoulder. You stand there holding your dick and you turn to the bloke and go, how, how was the footy game, you know, that sucked. And <laughs> whatever. What shame. Everyone knows what everyone's got and everyone knows what they're doing. Come on, just pee. The worst part's when someone turns to you to talk to you and pees on your shoe. <laughs> that's a real thing, Nicky. I, I, I don't know. I've never had that happen. No, that's, uh, that's from a movie. But no, yeah. It, yeah, I, I guess it's the way I grew up. And I, yeah, everyone's got to pee, you know. Well, sure, but I, uh, I can't do, I can't do it. I mean, there's occasions where, like, at work, you know, they have the quietest bathrooms on the planet, which they've acoustically deadened the sound because when you work in a call center, you're overrun by people talking 24 hours a day while, or eight hours a day while you're there. You know, there's always voices. So when you go in the bathroom, it's kind of a relief because you're like, oh, there's no sound. But at the same time, there's no music, there's no fan, there's no nothing. So it's completely silent. So if you got to pee and you're like me and you have issues with that, you, you just can imagine everybody's listening to what you're doing, which I'm sure they could care less. But that that's not what your brain tells you. So occasionally there'll be, you know, someone in the in the stall. So you can't go in there. You got to pee in the urinal because you've only got you know 15 minutes for your break. So I'm standing there and then somebody else comes up next to me. And luckily, they've got the little divider and it's not the trough situation. Um but it's still, it's weird. I just, I, something about that just weirds me out. And I don't know. I mean, I get it. I know most, probably 90% of the guys out there have no problem with that, but I don't know. Even when me. we've got the ceramic urinals, there's no divider. It's just like three in a row there. They're just sitting on the wall. You stand there. Either you just give the guy a nod or, you know, occasionally, you know, usually you just get in there do your business and done and yeah occasionally if you know someone will go hey just go hey yeah we both got our dicks in the hands yeah that's cool so outside um, that anyway so outside speaking of peeing can you just continue to talk for a minute <laughs> oh you gotta go pee yeah it's only just Aww. outside my door yeah because you kept talking about it now i've got to go <laughs> all right all right oh. i'll be back in two minutes don't worry if you want to come watch Joel, it's not a problem. <laughs> it's a little hard to do. Yeah, well, I'll I'll take no, the video camera with me. All right, I'll be back oh, in a sec. Just go. Uh, well, I'll tell a little story then for the girls, just to see if anybody else out there does this, um, which kind of sounds really bad. Um, but no, uh, quite a common thing here is if you're going to like uh, a big concert or yeah, a sports match or something, and the line for the ladies' toilets is ridiculously long. It's really not uncommon for people, and I've done it several times, girls, I mean, to just pop into the boys' toilets and use the stalls. 
Because oh, guys never use the stalls. Never. It drives me nuts. No, yeah. Oh, we do it all the time. Um, we have an all-day concert here called Big Day Out. Um, you know, sort of like a festival type thing. Um, and by the end of the day, the lines are just ridiculous for the ladies. And there's no toilet paper, nothing of that stuff. And so everyone, or well, the ones that can stand it, just duck over to the men's. In and out. Doesn't matter what the men are doing. They're just doing what we need to do. So that might be another New Zealand thing. I don't know, but... No, they do it here too, and it drives me nuts because I'm one of the guys that does use this stall. <laughs> and, and and not that I'm sitting down or anything because that's the last thing I want to do in a, in a public restroom. But And I'm not a germaphobe or anything. It's just it's a, it's a mental thing. And when girls come in and they're using the bathroom, that makes it that much worse because then you know it's a girl that's standing there, is in the next stall, and that just amplifies it even worse. So I'm not a fan of that sort of thing, but I get it. I mean, you know, especially at that type of event, I get it because the lines for women's restrooms are ridiculous. Yeah, they are. I wonder then if it's because of, um, like, in New Zealand and probably most parts of Australia, you grow up quite close to the country and in the outback and so it's quite normal just to go pop a squat somewhere <laughs> if you need to go, like if you're camping or, you know, hiking or whatever. So I wonder if that's where it comes from because when you do that, you obviously have no shame because, I mean, right. most of the time people can't see you, but, I mean, sometimes it is the guys go line up over, you know, you up just, next to a tree and yeah, go pee or... just find a tree. Yeah. So I wonder if that's where it comes from, why we're more comfortable with it. Yeah, I couldn't do it in uh, peeing outside too, like stopping on a road trip or whatever. If when you're a kid and you had to go find a tree or something, or you're camping, yeah, not not a fan. Yeah. When I got to pee, I got to pee. I don't care. I just find the yeah. most isolated spot. I don't care. Even people can see me. I've peed on the side of the road and cars going past, beeping at me. So I'm just waving at them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm peeing. Yeah, yeah, I'm peeing. As it's going, wow, wow, wow. Okay, so that leads me into the, the, the second question that was asked. And I, I'm not sure where this one's going to go, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming both of you are regular shower or bath takers, which I'm on no. every day, sometimes twice a day I'll shower. No. Uh, but that's <laughs> not the question. Um, how many times do you use a towel before you throw it in the laundry to wash it? Do you do it every single time after you take a shower or bath, or do you let it go for a while and then you throw it in with the next load of laundry that's however many days off? Uh, give it um, a couple of days. As long as it's, it's dry, just hang it out, make sure it's dry. Yeah. My missus is more, like Donna's more the person that makes sure that towels get washed more than I used to. When I was single, shit, I'd, a towel would last me over a week. But now I'm, uh, I won't call myself a married man because I'm not technically married, but yeah. Right. Now I'm with a partner. Uh, yeah, the, the towels get washed pretty regularly, which is annoying because I'll just go in for a shower and then realize there's no towel in the bathroom because she'll take them out to wash them and not replace them, which is not too bad because just outside the door is where our linen closet is. So I quickly run out naked, <laughs> wet. <laughs> And um, grab a towel. You have no shame, do you? Me? No. I have no shame, mate. The stuff I've done in my life. I used to be a bit of a shameful guy and got embarrassed about a lot of things, but God damn, I, half the stuff I've done in my life, I've gotten over being shameful. Just listen to the stuff I talk about on the podcast. Come on. Hey, I, 
the um that person's name I won't mention that come to Australia twice. Jeez. That was shameful. Yeah, well. Yeah. Nah, no shame, mate. So you're saying maybe like two or three days, depending on when probably two. Donna grabs it. Two. It probably goes two. Two days. Yeah. All right. So uh, from a female perspective, Nikki, what's what's your thoughts on this? Um. Well, it used to be weekly, if at that. <laughs> and we're talking like maybe a couple of months ago. <laughs> That this was how often I would actually get around to washing the towels. Um, that we'd put them on a heated towel rail, so they would get really dry really quickly and everything. But um, I'm not home from six a.m. till six p.m., so washing the towels is just you know a weekend job. At that, if I remember, because there's so much other bloody washing to do. Um, but having said that, in the last couple of months, uh, we've started going to the gym before work so on the gym days which is monday wednesday friday we've washed the towels on those days so we're now actually got a regular routine for washing the towels not just when i remember to wash the towels right so i'm awesome (laughs) a dirty (laughs) dirty kiwi over here (laughs) dirty dirty kiwi (laughs) i don't think that's just the kiwis but we'll we'll blame it on that um well i guess i don't feel that bad then because i uh and I don't remember, like, college or, or high school. I know I always have to have a shower every single day before I do anything. That's the first thing I do because I just – I cannot – it's like it's like my coffee before I drink coffee. And to wake me up, I have to take a shower. But I do laundry, I mean, as often as it needs to be done, which is usually once the hamper's full, I'll go and do the laundry. But for me, I, I kind of time it with whenever I sh- am going to shave, which is weekly because I, I have sensitive skin. So I'd say, yeah, it's about once a week. I'll, I'll take the towel and I'll wash it out. Unless it gets like all of a sudden it's stinky for some reason. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll throw it out, you know, early. But, yeah, I'd say about a week. But if so, anybody has any thoughts on so that. Bad. No. I mean, it, it seems a little strange because I thought girls were more, you know, they're going to do it like well, certain girls regularly. Are. No. My I missus think, is. I think it's an act. What? My missus, I swear, you just look at a pair of clothes and she washes them. <laughs> like, I put something on for five minutes and just because I dropped it on the floor. She goes, Well, if you leave anything on the floor, it's got to be washed. I'm like, No, I just put that on for five seconds to walk down the street. No, it's got to be washed. Second rule. Yeah, but her rule is if it's on the floor, it's got to be washed. So she goes, If you <laughs> want to keep that, that pair of sweatpants, tracksuit pants, you know. No, sweatpants is acceptable. So you don't have carpet then, because otherwise it has to be washed. Well, we have carpet. But no, if I whack something on for five minutes, you know, just wear it for five seconds and then take it off, you know, if I've got to get down the street and I'm in my doll pants, Simpsons, you know, I've got to walk down the street, so I'll throw on a pair of tracksuit pants just to go down the street, then take them off (laughs) when I get back home. Because I left them on the floor, she washes them. Then I'm looking for them to put on. Like, well, you left them on the floor. They're going to be washed. Oh, God. So. You know, the rule in my house is if it's in the basket, it gets washed. If you leave it on the floor, it never gets washed, which is why sometimes work pants don't get washed because yeah. someone doesn't put them in the basket. Yeah, well, I wish we had that sort of rule because the basket <laughs> could be for clothes to be washed or they could be clothes that have been washed that are sitting in the same basket. We need to get two uh. different baskets. Anyway. 
Then I get bitch that I'm not. laundry in the basket. He puts some laundry in the basket or gets lotion on the basket. He puts a fucking laundry in the basket. You or come else to, he gets a hose again. Or you come to my country. Yeah. He would, he would, he would kill Buffalo Bill. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling. And, and, and it would be messy. Well, interesting. I, I wasn't quite sure what to expect with that, and I thought I was a weird one, but I don't feel weird at all anymore. But now we'll get like an email or a voicemail or two from people that are like, you guys are disgusting. Yeah, well. <laughs> it's, it's every day. That's all right. I sometimes go uh, a whole day or two on the weekend without sharing because I just don't leave the house. Yep. I, can't, I couldn't do that. I agree I with you. I could not do that. I agree with you. Yeah, it, it comes from, again, it's a camping thing. If you've ever been camping growing up in the bush or whatever, you have to do that. You have to go days without showering. It's just a thing that happens. I can so, go a couple of days on the weekend. Yeah. yeah. Different when I'm if working. I'm sick, that's the only way I'm not showering. Well, that's different for me. If I'm sick, I'll, that's when I go for a shower because it makes me feel better. Like if I've got Aww. a cold or a flu, like get in with the hot water and the steam and... Yeah. You guys are weird. Yeah, because we come from a land down unders. <laughs> uh, we're going to get letters and emails. I hope we do, actually. That'd well, be nice. Good. And how do they do that, Joel? Uh, if you'd like to send us a, a voicemail, for example, to tell, tell us how disgusting or how brilliant we are, uh, you can do so at 661-434-5956. at 661-434-KWJO, as in Kilowba and Joel. And uh, email, I think we got that too, right? Yeah, that's coffinjocast at gmail.com. Please, email, send us voicemails. Also, you can find us on Facebook. Um, we just hit our 100 mark. We're actually at 102 likes for right? our... I know. Wow, 100, the century. A bit like Don Bradman hitting those centuries all those times. I don't know what that means. Don Bra- Come on, you know who Don Bradman oh, is? Oh, that guy, the best cricketer on the planet. Oh, thank world. you. No, yeah, he is. Best cricketer ever. I think even That's Nikki right. can agree with that, even though her she did. cricket team yeah, is shit. Our cricket team is shit. See? Not like your rugby team that beat us. Mm. No, I, I have think we beat Argentina last night. What was that? I, said, I, I think we beat Argentina. Oh. Oh, wait, who's talking? Come on, what's going on? I don't know. <laughs> Um, she said that she thinks she beat Argentina last night. Yeah, and in the I rugby said, I have union. Crickets in my garage. Yeah, I've got crickets in my head. They're sick. Apparently, yep. they need to take a shower. Yeah. No, um, it's a weekend. We don't take showers on weekends. No, that's true. <laughs> got to conserve your uh, water. We, so next week, we'll, if anybody's interested, speaking of of Nenimos's voicemail earlier, Sea Monkey is making a return appearance, just like Nikki did. Um, to right the wrongs that happened, um, which, according to Ned and Moss, weren't a big deal. So be prepared for that. It's going to be a, a very sea monkey Christmas. Yep. And it'll be a fun show because he is a funny man. And we can ask him about his little um, funding exercise for his beer thingamajiggy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I think it'll still be running by next week, I hope, so we can... You can explain all that next week. All right. So, as we said, you've got the voicemail. You've got the email. You know where to find us on Facebook. You can come to my country anytime you want. Um, so, thanks for joining us, Nikki. Thank you. You're, 
you'll be definitely back again sometime soon. We can actually uh, tell Joel more about what the NZ and the Oz life is like. Yeah, I'll have to prepare some stuff next time. Yeah, well, that's fine. Yeah, we got to learn about this repeat co-host thing. Yeah, it's, it's it puts us off. Us off. <laughs> well, that's fine. It's going to be happening because we're, I think we're getting back around to get some more of our repeats on as of next week with Sea Monkey. Well, we've had requests for other people that have been asking about coming back on, and we're trying to stray away from that. But you know what? I I, I think it's time. Come on, yeah, yeah. No, no, we've point, got, no harm in that. We've got no new people wanting to come on, so we still got to get Mister um, Kerouac on when he's available. But he'll be the newest one. I can't think of anyone else. Uh, our friend through that competition, through Jesse, waiting on them. Oh, uh, he's yeah, he's official. Um, He'll be on week after net, or the week after Sea Monkey. Mackenzie is his name. Mackenzie. And uh, Trent Lewis has agreed to come on in October. Oh, He's Trent, a, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to that. And then the boys from Double XP are coming on October fourth. So we got open dates, but things are filling up. I'm I'm putting the arm out there to grab onto some folks. Okay. So. And hopefully Maybellina. <laughs> Keep working that's on been, it. That's been going around Twitter the last couple of days. The two naughty Nikki's. I've, I've, you know, we spent some time talking about it last night over dinner, so we'll see. I don't know. I, I, she's apprehensive, but if you ladies keep uh, working on it, maybe it'll Harassing happen. her? <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can get Donna on one day or two. Yeah. Yeah, considering she just walked in. Come on, say hello. She's gone quiet. Oh, that's Come all on, right. Just say hello. No. Damn. Walked in on my recording and went in and say hello. Aww. So what do we got for music? I've got the Datsuns. Yay! A New Zealand band that I uh, found. Hang on. I'm getting a kiss. Thank Aww. you. Uh, yeah, Datsuns, <laughs> Fink for the Man. Yeah, of course I had to find a New Zealand band because Nikki's on. Um, do you mind? I can finish this show off and then you can talk to me. <laughs> All right, I'll be two seconds. Jesus. And I've got a cat with me too now. All right. Anyway, as I was saying, the Datsuns, New Zealand band, Fink for the Man. All right. Once again, thanks, Nikki. Uh, We'll catch you all next week with Sea Monkey. Oi. Oi.